But you and I met a couple of years ago when well, it's maybe fifteen, sixteen years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, when we played in, in a band together. Yeah, that was it. Your teacher that got you into that band. Uh, yes. Uh, well, he Håkan was never really a music teacher, but he was somehow he was um, he grew up with my mom. Mm-hmm. It turned out, and uh, all of a sudden he was a teacher at our school as a as a stand-in for somebody who got sick or whatever. So we had him in. In painting, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, quite soon, as you can imagine, started some sort of revolutionary idea, and, and like he he planted a seed of sort of activism within the school. I would say mm-hmm. he started uh, quite quickly. He he uh, occupied like an old. Uh, pan room whatever that is yeah. a boiler room a boiler room yeah. and started Nordham school uh Nordham schoolans elev group emot racism and that turned out to be neger <laughs> so, <laughs> okay so he started some kind of movement to help to help bullying and uh, bullying and and, and against racism and everything and he he it was very I mean, I was, I was maybe ten or eleven when he entered the school, and so we were a bit young, maybe, to be part of that thing. But it kept going, and you know, it was very fun to see a grown-up being so, like, just choosing a parallel track mm-hmm. of what the other teachers were doing. Exactly. They were clearly stressed out and everything, but yeah. he was like, he was just living for, for the. To do something, mm-hmm. if you feel something, do it. You know, stand up for whatever you think is wrong. Or and he was just being Hawkan as he is always <laughs> yeah. the Hawkan that we know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he. There was no sense censor. He's not a teacher, censor. and he's not somebody that you maybe learn not to swear or, <laughs> no, or no, not no. to be yeah, exactly. a certain way. But he he's not really politically correct. No. You know, he he would swear and. What's wrong with you? Why you didn't grow pubic hair yet, or you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But in a fun, loving way, because he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He just wants you to to understand who you are and, and yeah. get from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's how I'm. I know my mom, who is, um, she grew up with jazz musician. Her father played a trumpet, and and uh, already. As Håkan was a little boy, mm-hmm. he apparently didn't really fit in. He was just already too much of a <laughs> activist yeah. and didn't play the trombone as sharp as the uh, you know the communal music school or yeah. the the city school, the community school. Yeah, what they want to hear from the trombone, mm-hmm. he was already you know grinding and saying something. So yeah. when my mom heard it he is he was a teacher it's like oh no you know but still she came from the same kind of activist background so she yeah. understood the the beauty of it also yeah. i think how old are you i'm 38 now so so you were born in the end of the 70s yeah we're 80 i was born yeah, 80. 80 yeah oh. yeah yeah so uh, my parents were born in the late 
forties, yeah. sort of. So they okay. were, they were. But they were musicians, both of them, or just one. No, them? my mom had parents. Uh, her, her brothers and her dad were all into sort of jazz music. Just listening or singing, or so they were playing. My yeah. my grandfather had a big band, sort of. He was the leader of the band, sort of pre dance band mm -hmm. when people were dancing to like in the 50s 60s yeah exactly yeah and like having a van and he was um he worked as a computer engineer at uh, you know the steel industry in uh, west computer Malang. engineer yeah all right but playing four gigs a week and mm -hmm. Of course, living a, a parallel life as a musician, yeah. and like you, most of us do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she grew up under that sort of. I, I'm sure she is very interested in music, but somehow she, she, uh, I think her dad was too eager to teach her music, so she just said, "No, I'm not going to learn music." But for me, I grew up with uncles who were very inspiring and. Mm. And uh, choose to live a, a, a materialistic, poor, poor life. So a, yeah. a poor life with no money, money, but yeah. yeah, but but emotion. Yeah, emotion, and when that really, I think that infected me very early. When you see somebody who sh who seems so fun and uh, mm -hmm. childish and uh, completely different from all other adults, mm. I really, I was. That's who I want to be. Mm. Forget about being a diver or a police or a thief or whatever you think you want to be <laughs> when you're a kid. I want to be, I want to be that kind of uh, yeah. crazy man. Crazy man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, and Hawken of course helped. Yeah. Going back to Hawken, and uh, it was when he opened that uh, free jazz yeah. club. Yeah, that's when we met. Yeah, Bratz. That's when. Uh, that was, uh, it was, it was, uh, I was around 22 yeah, that was, or something. Yeah, You were quite early. I think you went still to school? Or, or yeah, something. probably. Yeah. For, yeah, I was still maybe in, uh, yeah, at, at the high school. Or yeah, gymnasium. exactly. Yeah, yeah, when we met first time. So uh, I think that was... I'm very thankful for being exposed to that kind of freedom and yeah. craziness. There is... Cause, uh, the only rule that we had was that it should be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun and hopefully somebody would be interested. And we were like seven, from three, four, five to seven, eight, nine guys. Yeah. Depending on what uh, what, we, yeah. what musician wanted to do that <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we played quite a lot anyway. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. It's. Uh, I th I still think that it's. I don't know about you, but I f I feel like that definitely has. Uh, it's kind of a, that kind of direction in creating music and being on stage and things. I think that it's a, it maybe it's hard to maintain a completely free mm -hmm. environment if you're not like playing in a free jazz club where anything yeah. can happen. But I, I th for me, I still think that's a sort of my leading star. Yeah, that helps you on the long way. Yeah, fun. let's yeah. not forget about being truly yourself and yeah. actually maybe look a bit crazy yeah and expressing whatever feeling comes along yeah yeah, yeah. the funny thing that when we played 
you and I had a kind of a more of a dance chemistry going on. Yeah. And the rest of the band were really, they were jazz foxes, all of them. They <laughs> yeah. love playing their instruments, yeah, yeah, the yeah. flutes as much as they could. Yeah. While you and I tried to keep a beat going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they would have something to land upon. Yeah, that's Double true. bass guitarists and uh, a lot of uh, trumpets and, uh, and saxophones. And, yeah. And stuff. I remember Håkan saying... You know, there's nothing that sparks the rhythm section so much as a trombone or anything just playing a long note. <laughs> yeah. They were just, they were just be on fire, and you know, it's, it's funny his perspective. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have any ambitions to to help us that much. No, no. I think that that it's, it, that's the beauty of the the, the friction yeah. that creates. Uh, some kind of music. <laughs> yeah. How much did that? Uh, because that was over a couple of years that we, yeah, we yeah. had that band. Yeah. How much did that free jazz thing help you to where you are today with Little Dragon? Um, I think yeah. Like I said, I think it's still a, like a leading star for me. It's like a. Uh, that's like. If I just know where where is free jazz, I, I, it's it's very important for me. Basically, mm -hmm. it's uh, I think it's. Um, is it did it help you in the method of writing songs for Little Dragon or or the way that you play drums in that band? Uh, yeah, a bit everywhere. I think mm -hmm. uh, when uh, being live, playing live, we always want to have the permission to you know really smash the music to pieces so yeah. that you so it's not fixed in a in a metronomic way no we don't have any in any backtracks or anything like that at least but of course if you by mistake sort of when we make music in the studio we we kind of improvise and record and engineer play. and play and like uh, it seemed to be the way that music is made nowadays that you just play along with your computer sort of mm. but but uh, so there's not a lot of um, uh, acoustical no. pieces or jamming in the studio or it's, mo it's no, more not sitting down and writing yeah it's yeah. more of writing and but 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 sort of with the free spirit within that i think it's mm -hmm. uh anything anything goes really but it's like that's what i noticed growing older that you even if you don't want to you create paths paths or mm -hmm. loops where you keep on you keep on walking the same route mm -hmm. keep on bicycling the same route to the studio there's so many so much repetition yeah that also the routine is there. Yeah, the even routine if you is don't there. Want it, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there is freedom in that routine that you have as a as a band because you're a four piece band still. Yeah, we're four piece. Uh, yeah, we we have freedom. Uh, I think we have different drives also. I'm very. I really love making music, and I don't writing part or the yeah writing tour. part, and basically I love everything about it, mm -hmm. and maybe. I'm, I'm, I think my personality is kind of allowing me to create and I don't really think if it's bad or good. Mm -hmm. But 
of course when you're in the end of a process you have to analyze and hmm where do we want to take this music mm. and this and that but i i noticed that i my hard drives run out of space too quickly mm -hmm. so um with ideas yeah with ideas yeah i've i can easily just i guess like you do here mm -hmm. you just go with the yeah. flow and and so with being in a band that kind of created some sort of pop uh, electronica ele electronica and then re releasing albums and uh, you know expectations from labels ah. and singles and that's a bit of a head scratch for me it's it's hard to but how much do you <laughs> take that in as a, as a person? Because the, the, the Eric that I know is, is the creative Eric, the fun, yeah. the laughing, the not caring Eric. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much is that uh, in the business side of Eric? Then? Is there a, you know, confusion? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, how do you deal with that? Yeah, it's, uh, I think that's where my, that's probably what I think most about now as I'm turning 40 soon and I'm mm. like, having kids and living like a a family man lifestyle that mm. i realized there is a there is a gray side of music industry also where you kind of maintain a brand or whatever it sounds so boring but i i try to but how boring is it sorry yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's not i th i think the the boring part about it and also the beauty of it is that we are four in the band and it's a lot of democratic decisions and uh, we're kind of locked into each other. We're all dependent on each other. Uh, you know, I have a, a big drive and I make a lot of music and mm. so much music that it won't fit in into one project. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, Good. Yeah, th yeah, I think that you can make ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I think the it's then uh, if it was me alone dealing with the label, I would just throw them an uh, ten albums a year. Yeah, I think. And but you would still be with a label working because it's efficient or it's helpful or because a lot of what I'm. Yeah. trying to get to yeah, is yeah, that yeah. a lot of people don't they they try to stay on their own because of maybe creative control or they're afraid to approach your label yeah. you know being skimmed or whatever yeah. all these ideas but but yeah. you don't have that as a, as a team for no. the label that you're working with well we we are we are still funnily enough after i mean we released our first album 2006 and felt that we were really screwed over it's you know it's past ten years. Yeah, and now we are. We released five albums, and we're gonna release an EP soon, and another album. And you realize, of course, being through different labels, that there are elements where they try to screw you, screw you over, over. But, yeah, but it's, it's like any company you work for. Exactly. There's no difference. There. No, no, there is no difference. But I think well, I think, I think. Um, I think you uh, there is if you're open for it uh, if you're open for interacting with the mm. label then it could be very helpful 
Yeah, if you see them more like partners, then yeah. you see them as somebody who employed you to do a certain thing. Yeah, task. yeah, yeah, or to destroy your your baby, you mm-hmm. know, because you can, it's easy to feel that they don't understand us. They mm-hmm. wanna why 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 are these? Uh, this is weird. How mm-hmm. can they? They are portraying me as completely different than what I feel I am. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe as a creative person, where you just express yourself through whatever art you do uh you don't you are you i i I feel like i i make music just to express myself not to be analyzed uh, by myself Mm -hmm. and try to be tweaked to become better but so so that's that's the process you have to walk into i think when you're working with a label so Mm -hmm. i completely understand that people don't want to release music with labels because then you you don't have to be it doesn't have to be destroyed or enhanced or yeah. amplified or whatever it can it's just what it is yeah you can do whatever you want to whenever you want to and what time and, and maybe that's not yeah. something that you can have maybe no. you could with certain labels but you know that yeah. maybe that's the perception of labels that people have yeah if they're not signed to a label that this could be a lot of yeah. unethical work that I don't want <laughs> yeah, to do yeah, yeah. No. <clears throat> which not might be the case yeah 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 no exactly but how much you, when you did that first uh, album how much have you changed uh, the method of working for an album we can talk about that yeah, creative yeah. side um, I think it's um, to to give a picture of how it became from the very beginning, I mean, we were just, uh, Håkan in the band was the first one to have a computer where he could make music. Mm. This is not the same Håkan that we talked about. No, this is a different <laughs> Håkan. And uh, he showed me the beautiful world of Cubase. All right. And this was basically just a few years or maybe at the end of the, the end years of, where yeah. we were jamming. Yeah, yeah. And that's what that was my world. I had my drums and I took my drums to any gig and I did something for the moment and that was it. Yeah. I didn't record much. Uh, so he opened that door to me when you start recording music and we did that for like three or four years. and being, Without releasing? Yeah, without mm. releasing and being very fragile, you know, within our... We didn't want to show our music to anybody. And um, Was it just you and Håkan or was it all of you four? Yeah, it was me and Håkan and Yukimi who was singing. Yeah, okay. And then uh, eventually somebody who was close to us, like, this is great, I want to release this. Can I release it on a little seven inch? Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Christopher Barry. So he, and we was like, yeah, let's, it was like, wow, this is epic. Like, yeah. All of this music turns into a real vinyl, you know. And from once that vinyl was released, we got interest from a label in the UK. And we were like, okay, we're going to have a record deal here. Let's make, let's, let's make a record. But, but you had no money up front to, to do that. You started just in the same way as the... Yeah, we, we didn't have any... No, they didn't give us much money, but they... Uh, basically for some reason uh, as soon as we heard they were open for it we we gave them like 20 tracks mm-hmm. of our demos mm-hmm. and they say okay wow we want to we want to sign you guys and we were like okay let's let's make an album 
and we worked we worked we worked and then they said no this is the album and they were talking about our demos uh-huh. So, so they, they wanted to release the, so the we previous were, stuff. Yeah, so we were screwed over. We thought, you know, like, oh my god, how can they do that to us? You mm-hmm. know, um, but we hadn't talked about that. That the no, demo was the album. No, exactly. We had the worst kind of label experience that one can have. Okay, you know, like where you really feel like, because they did, you know, made all the rules, but they didn't talk to you. Yeah, or? yeah, okay. they didn't. Yeah, they, you know, they. I mean, looking back at it, what they said was that we really love your demos. We want to release them. Yeah. That's <laughs> all they said, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. all they said. But And we were, no, because those demos have so many flaws and they're they're not perfected. or mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, quickly it got released and it got well received and we were we were kind of perplexed. What What's yeah. going on here? Okay, so... Okay, so this is is this who we are? Are we our demos? And uh-huh. in retrospect, of course, you are your demos because yeah. that's 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 you, what they heard. Yeah, and yeah. you did it, and yeah. uh, it's it's a matter of uh, accepting that your demos might actually be better than when you try to perfect things. Yeah. So, but so let's put a pause yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah, go yeah. back to the latest one. Yeah. Is, so, is the process the same, or is it the feeling, or now we are, because we were so traumatized by that yeah. feeling of releasing demos. We, now, next album, we're not going to show them anything until we perfected it, and that kept on going for mm-hmm. like two or three albums. And now, when we released our fifth album, we were like. Actually, I think we should go back to just releasing our demos. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because the perfection might not be the best. No, part. exactly. And uh, uh, of course, it, when you make records and you you get used to record music in a studio and uh, <clears throat> and work on your different tracks, you become better. So they end up sounding less and less demo. Yeah, and they already have a, like sort of a higher standard when it comes to like the quality of the Mm -hmm. audio i didn't know how to i didn't even know where to point my microphone when i was recording Mm -hmm. (laughs) drums beginning yeah (laughs) Yeah. but uh, so yeah now we're trying to now we are like i shouldn't say desperately but now we're desperately i would say that yeah desperately (laughs) yeah trying to trying to capture the fragility and the out of tune and uh, you know all of those things mm. that we were trying to hide mm-hmm. now with is that because you feel that music has gotten too perfect or is it that you've grown to a more ah, it's you know life is let's not be yeah perfect all the time yeah life is uh, yeah I th- yeah right? i think there, there are those two things there is uh there because when you when i myself listen to music uh, most of the time I don't care about if it's perfect or not. You want to hear the flesh and blood of... That's why that's why I loved playing free jazz, mm. you know. Because you're... I can, In the you, moment, whatever happens, you w- stick with that. Yeah, exactly. And it's that's the beauty of life, that mm. it's impossible to plan, you know. Mm. So I think a lot of music is 
and maybe especially here in Sweden, we are kind of known for being so polished and a little mm-hmm. bit if in in the pop world. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like do, don't you think that it comes from exactly the thing that you said that you you were afraid to release it and show it to friends? Yeah, because you didn't think it would add up to the the standard of maybe LA produced music yeah which has like a thousand hours instead of <laughs> yeah 200 hours yeah yeah work. yeah no it's yeah of mm. course it's it's the it's the it, it's it, it it's like a, a lack of confidence that yeah. you are okay the way you are yeah. with flaws yeah and, and you when know. you look at the label the, the first one yeah they, they heard the songs and they thought fuck this is good songs yeah and they sound amazing and they played like, so it's it was good enough yeah it was a hundred percent yeah but for you in mentally it was like no it's only 32 <laughs> yeah exactly we, we haven't recorded this yeah, yeah 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 to the listener they couldn't care less if no. the guitar was five thousand bucks or yeah. two hundred bucks no exactly they, they care about the difference there. they actually entered into a more honest yeah. world mm-hmm. so i think uh, that's the trip and i mean that we've been taking as mm. creative persons that release music mm. yeah i mean we it was uh, in 2006 or seven we released our first record and that was with the english label so they hadn't even got hit by the crisis of record industry yeah the crisis they were still, of music they were still imagining pressing five billion cds <laughs> you know yeah, that's yeah. how out of date it is compared to now mm-hmm. where you can just upload to bandcamp or spotify tomorrow mm-hmm. or now you know and but go, yeah. let's go back to the first uh, album when, when that was recorded and it turned out to be the demos yeah because it never went to the recording that you sent them afterwards no no, no. exactly they it said no the no this is no what are you sending us it's like, yeah. you destroyed all the songs <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, made, you remade all the songs yeah yeah we continued working on them for okay. like uh, a year mm-hmm. and uh, because that's how long it took before a release was scheduled yeah exactly okay. so then uh, they said, no, this is the record. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, oh, oh, well, uh, we're so crossed, but but weak also, you know. We was mm-hmm. like, okay. But what was your we decision would, then? Our decision was to, like, let's, let's, let's release it because we were too much, I don't know, we were, we were so much dreaming of mm. releasing music and get it going. We so, wanted a career to yeah, start. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. uh, I don't think I imagined a career a, f- a few years before that, in like releasing music. Maybe mm. I thought my of myself being more of a, like of uh, perfecting the art of drumming, you know, mm-hmm. be the master of paradiddles or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden I'm like, making instead of a drummer you became a musician yeah 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 Mm. exactly our decision was to release the the album basically Mm. and and what we learned was that okay let's work more on the music before we give it to the label Mm. next time but then that first deal was just for one album or it was was actually three albums Uh yeah with usually it's uh they have they decide if they want to release the next album we mm-hmm. can't decide if we want to make another album and then they say okay yeah this is the one yeah 
sort of we were we were trapped with them for three okay. albums but uh, you you made three albums for the label yeah so, for okay. the label yeah but we had i think what we had uh, which was good and uh, we had a manager who was kind of he is maybe 20 years older or 15 years older than us and kind of so he had experience with yeah, us yeah he had experience and he was kind of like from his perspective he was like of course i i understand you feel screwed over but you also got to start somewhere mm. he actually somehow on Convinced? a business side told us that there is flaws also in the business mm. side of things mm. and nothing is perfect there either you just kind of mm-hmm. hustle and bustle and go with the flow somehow mm. i'm I, i don't know anything about how to make business i really don't know i know how to make still today yeah uh, i mean i've well, you learned, learned a little mm. yeah but i'm I st- i'm still not interested i mm. want i want to play drums and make songs mm. i really just <laughs> you know yeah, yeah yeah you know i just happen to be born in a capitalistic world mm. so i guess i have to accept it but you know In some sense, yeah. Yeah, in some sense, I'm trying my best to put sticks in the wheels to not have a stupid society. But yeah. uh, you know, it's like it with yeah, <laughs> going political. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But going because you you started off playing drums as a musician, or, or did you have other instruments that you started? With? I started playing uh, like a little keyboard. My uncle, who is a piano player. Uh, suggested that to my parents when I was like six to buy a Casio Mm -hmm. and that was just when uh, Salt and Pepper released their Push It Uh so you had (laughs) some good sounds to look up to yes that's the one I want and I had like four different pads Uh and you can record a melody Uh so it was yeah so he taught me the how to record the background like the chords of don't worry be happy you know mm-hmm. bobby mcferrin song so i recorded the, the chords and then once i recorded it he taught me how to play the melody yeah and i i didn't realize until like a few years ago what a beautiful way to teach he like he taught me to do a little show mm-hmm. actually yeah because then i i learned how to program Mm. And I, I, I could make myself sound bigger than I actually was. Yeah. He made you into a band. Yeah, he did. He did. So I remember my dad connected it to the, to the stereo. Yeah, to the stereo, and then I had my headphones. And once those head, I mean, when you like any instrument. Yeah. But especially synths, I think when you're listening to the sounds in headphones. It's really a fan- it's a fantastic world, basically. Yeah. Where it's like, a dreamy world immediately. A, yeah, yeah, I was drifting around in mm. that dream world, going through the ten different patches of sound, <laughs> vibraphone, yeah. vibraphone. Still, is like my. You still use that? Yeah, I st- I still have the keyboard, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, uh, but vi- for me, vibraphone is like a a very good sound to determine if you like a synth or not like okay. let's check out the vibraphone sound <laughs> yeah, so so that's what you do when you go to LA music stores <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly that's so yeah thing. yeah so that's yeah I did that I played around with the keyboard for four years maybe and then uh, 
uh, I had a tambourine. I had some drumsticks. My other uncle played the drums, so he he didn't. He was he lived in another city, so I didn't meet him that much. But I showed my grandma that I was like playing along to a Prince record or whatever my sister was listening to, and she said, well, you, sh- "You should learn how to play drums." Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> so you haven't even thought of that. <laughs> no, I hadn't really thought about it, and then. Uh, Yeah, all of a sudden I was uh, in uh, ABF, ABF uh, rock school or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it was me, another boy, and two guys in the forties from Egypt, and like one old dance band drummer who wanted to refresh his shops. Yeah. So we were the five of us with this, yeah, one drum teacher. A, a, yeah, and a really good drum teacher, like huh? a really he he would you play know? Smoke on the Water. On a keyboard, and we would play the drums, sort okay. of, and take turns. And it was such a lovely environment to learn an instrument, because family, the, yeah, guided, and mm. especially when you have older people who mm-hmm. like, you know, in- encourage you mm. that you are you are ten, eleven, and they say, oh wow, he has a beat, he can, wow, you know, they really. Mm-hmm. So they were encouraging and helping. Yeah, they were encouraging and helping and. So I did that for a couple of years, and I started. I was very much into Jimi Hendrix at that mm-hmm. time, and I started a band with some mates in my class, where I was singing. Did you go to a drums. community music school too? I or? ended up there yeah. when I was maybe thirteen, because yeah. uh, I didn't go to a drum teacher for a while. There, I was, you know, I was in a band instead, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Uh, but then uh, yeah I it was my dad who asked don't you want to learn more instruments like mm. more percussion like vibraphone <laughs> and xylophone yeah yeah and I yeah I thought that was mm. really cool so I I ended up in a sort of in another very inspiring situation where uh, this uh, drum teacher his name is Pat Carlson I think he's He's getting prices and stuff now because he's very, he's like the best mentor. He has that skill of teaching music yeah. and inspire a child to want to know more, and mm. which I think not everyone really has that skill. Mm. I don't have it. I you tried. Don't? Yeah, I, I tried to be a teacher myself for a couple of years, but I, I, I really tried to spark mm-hmm. the interest kids but i didn't i don't know maybe it was in the wrong phase of my life yeah. but i was like well if, you know I, i can't force you to like music if, no. if if you don't like music why why am i sitting here trying to teach you yeah, the beauty of keeping your rhythm you know? <laughs> but i think it's the it's the the, the framing if it's you know mm. that's why i stopped teaching in music school because i thought it was too conformative Yeah, it's easier for me to have bass students come home to me. Yeah, then I can teach them the riffs that I played with you, for instance. Yeah, and, and I played with Comatose or anybody else. Yeah, because that's what they want to learn. They wanted to learn how I play that thing. Yeah, or how Les Claypool. How the fuck did they come up with that riff? Well, yeah, I yeah. teach that riff yeah. so that they, they know that's in their framing. Yeah, and, and what I try to find is more of a. Uh, okay, is your finger setting correct for playing this song? Yeah. Or, or is the bass, you know, tilting too heavily? Or is yeah, it, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you you help in those small guidelines, but always keeping it, you know, fun the way that we yeah. laugh about stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, and that if you can find that kind of a teacher or teaching, yeah, then I think that people will be inspired because you were inspired by Håkan being a crazy as man which yeah. you know, and he was just being honest and polite and funny in the way that he is. Yeah. Exactly. And I think Per also has that same quality just yeah. being himself and yeah. you know, open to this is it's supposed to be fun. That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah. Not because of this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He what Per uh, really had the skill to do was that he learned me to enjoy even the boring parts of learning drills and mm-hmm. technique and going really deep into like marching drum you know mm-hmm. like the paradiddles and yeah. the flamadiddles and yeah. the and the things that takes a lot of time to practice mm-hmm. where you sit with a metronome and you're almost like a monk mm-hmm. where you seclude it's, yourself from music and you yeah, just meditation yeah it's meditation and he i think that was the beauty he he had a uh he started like a percussion marching band called uh, drum corps which was mm. uh, i mean it's a bit funny to walk around in a in a, in a drummer boy uh, uniform mm-hmm. but but he he introduced me to that world also which is it's very big in america i suppose with all their college marching mm-hmm. bands how of course since they are from America, they take it much further than, mm-hmm. you know, like... A, it's more of a Super Bowl thing. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl <laughs> thing, and it's like, what? You know, it's so amazing, technically. I think musically, it's maybe... It's not so inspiring, but it's... it's The the, dr- the drills they can do with their... Mm. You know, and to be so tight, and to play along with other drummers. And so I... I from that... From that drum corp, marching band now all the drummers that i know they're we all met there mm. you know and so it's like and it's like a 20 year span mm. like the oldest and the youngest and if, when we talk about it now we're almost like a bit of tears in our mm. eyes how how thankful we were mm. to meet this pat carlson who mm. who could you know take it further because without that i wouldn't I don't know. I, he really, that made me, when somebody can give you the the skill mm. of doing really complicated stuff, if you are open for like free jazz and mm. playing with super gods and Håkan, mm. I mean, the mixture of those two is, is an epic yeah, thing. Because mm. then all of a sudden you are, you. that's why perhaps I thought that I would become just a, a very talented drummer, sort of. Uh, it's well, not you so are, just. You yeah, are thank a you. <laughs> yeah, so no, but that, that away. no, no, but like really becoming more of, you know, how the jazz na- how the jazz world works, where you, it's more about the person. You know, yeah. it's like uh, Omar Hakim or guy, Peter guy, Erskine yeah, or yeah. you know or Roy McCurdy mm-hmm. yeah, or like yeah. You know, Some name. name, you know, he <laughs> mm. he practiced so much. Mm. You know, they take pride in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it, well, you should. I yeah, mean, you should, and, you... and you should too, because the the skill that you had early on when we met was mm. to in my ears, it was so easy to play with you because there was always a beat. Yeah. But every time I looked at you, there was always a smile <laughs> yeah. taking me to the next thing. Okay, which, which infused me of playing more. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, intensive to to your playing and help each other out to to get to the next level. And yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that was uh that was my learning and teaching from that. Okay, this guy is really you know, he's electrifying something yeah. that is super basic, but it's still yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives me more more joy yeah, to yeah. play weird stuff yeah. or or super simple oh, beady stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's um, it's it's in every person. Yeah. Erskine has his own things yeah. which I adore too. But he's like, okay, I can't do that. Yeah. Even if I practice super much and I do you know whatever things on my pads. Yeah. I still don't get. Because maybe I'm not in the room with him. Maybe that's yeah. where the joy comes to playing with, you know, person yeah, like that. Probably, yeah. But I think still, uh, if you if you want to pursue that, yeah, I think you absolutely should. Yeah. But but for you, when I look at the the career that you had, you you went from my eyes being the drum boy mm. <clears throat> to being a musician that is creating a totally different kind of world that we started. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, which is to me, it's more of a okay. I think that's a better fit for you. Yeah, probably. So. I, I, I mean, I, because of my, I really love being in a band. I must yeah. say, Be, the whole, the the that construction of people almost getting married or you're starting yeah. a family it's it's of course it comes with its dark sides when you get everything so uh, yeah, yeah everything does but uh, there's something so strong about being many mm. doing the same thing yeah you know uh striving for you know a goal together that they yeah. set up looking at it trying yeah. to get there and then once you realize that we can we can go up on a stage and we can just make nothing really works out the way we wanted it to be mm. but just because we sort of love each other and do it with a smile you can it's like wow what happened mm-hmm. we turned it into an uh, a, a moment mm-hmm. you know we didn't just sort of press play yeah. and did our songs we actually wow we i don't know it's such a that's the i think every person I wish for every human being to be to have the chance to connect to their creative forces. Mm. Something that is outside just searching for the money sort mm. of to to really get the chance to experience, you know, that kind of it's it's beautiful. I I it's so hard to describe it, but it's it's uh, it's like the it's it's the best religion, yeah. so so to speak, because everybody fits in, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's that magic thing that happens uh, in in the singularity of uh, you know whatever person or persons that is there. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. Tomorrow it's another concert or a different yeah. feel uh, at all. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you do um, when you do your drumming for for the music that you do. Mm. Do you go into a specific mindset or are you still a musician when you did the keyboard things or the mm. loops and whatever? How, how do yeah. you approach it? Yeah, this is... Uh, um, because uh, the kit that you have, is it's it's a standard kit with, you know, a snare and a kick and two toms, but then you have the SPDX yeah. as a kind of a... Yeah, I uh, when when making 
music and writing music. Mm. The my the SPDS is uh, the that pad is not really involved. Actually, I. Uh, but it's an interesting subject because it's it's something that I philosophize a lot mm-hmm. around because, of course, as I am a drummer, I tend to always start with the drums when I make music. Mm-hmm. And uh, or is it a complete beat or is it just a sketch? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, most of the time, what it's been, the majority of the music that I've been making has been me coming into the studio after the gym mm-hmm. sort of so i'm a bit worn out already so like <laughs> a bit <yeah>. woozy <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i'm a bit, a bit hungry and yeah. a bit what the f- what's going on uh, so i'm experimenting with that as well like going there fresh yeah and uh well i noticed there's not much difference it's just the state of mind that yeah. is different but i i usually just start playing drums and uh, i think with creativity it's it's really a learning i'm really still learning to not be to not value myself mm-hmm. when you're by yourself and you're like it's like you can no 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 that's not ah, no no that's okay. not good it's too conventional mm-hmm. but if you just let go and you just and then okay okay yeah okay i find something and then you start develop it a bit and it's like oh yeah that's a bit odd i like that Mm. maybe that's when i go to the computer and i try to find the bpm that is exactly to that because i Mm. i noticed that if i just if i have it along a bpm it's so easy to cut and and loop things other instruments around it but i usually try to keep the drum track untouched mm. all the way and then as i as i start drumming i'm kind of envisioning a song structure the structure of a song that i don't know but it's that it's like okay maybe i, I played for a while now i think maybe i just psh, sm- mm. do a crash or do something just change something and i realize then as i have the drums uh, when I play along, it's like, oh yeah, I yeah, I, st- I start conversating with myself, yeah, yeah. which yeah, is a bit weird. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that was a good thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you comment, you know, sort of. But uh, I think it's. Uh, I usually record the drums, but then I'm, I'm a bit allergic to uh, my own drums being naked i feel like they are naked i have i realized that i love gate yeah i love compression and uh, if i just feel like the the beat is not inspiring me i use uh, now i have a plugin called waves trigger yeah and i have like a library of all drum machines mm. in the world it feels like i'm not sure if i do but it's it it's keep on being never ending for me like yeah. So I just you put can just change I, any yeah, sound. I just put another kick and mm. another snare and it's like all of a sudden it turns into this Yeah, the room changes. Yeah, the room changes and especially when I trigger and I don't use any velocity, I just keep the it's just a steady volume. Mm-hmm. 
So it's such a computery. all of a sudden there's like a confidence in mm. the drums. They're like, I'm like this. Yeah. I'm like this. I was like, okay. You know, it's like it really <laughs> it drives me yeah. somewhere. And then, so that's how m- most of the beats come along now. Yeah. And I have plenty of those. And then, of course, we are four people in the band, so they also make their own music. Mm. So and which gets on the record. So I have there's so much that really inspires me but i would love to take further in different directions mm. that's where I, yeah i start with the drums and i i i i still f- i feel very at home by the drums so mm. i i keep i, f- I think as a drummer i yeah. suppose in a band yeah, that's your of. first first solos yeah uh, take to go anywhere but you you start you just go record on an empty track and just played drums for fun like a rehearsal of yeah drums and that's where you start a song it's not that you go to a keyboard and you make and play it no well some sometimes uh, i try that also because mm-hmm. uh, but mostly it's an empty track just a- starting with track. drums playing yeah. drums yeah yeah exactly whatever tempo is in your head well yeah i'll yeah well once i've determined the tempo in my head mm. i find it You put with a click the, with a click, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And then it makes it so easy to edit. Yeah, mm. and I also keep the beat. <laughs> I realized. But, but uh, how much do you practice then? You know, just the regular rolls or beats y- yeah. and to, to metronomes and stuff. Is that every day or once yeah. every third year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhere in between. I, I, it goes in cycles. Mm-hmm. I, at some points, I, well, if when i tour a lot when we are out on tours and we are playing instruments with an audience i have a quite natural connection to my technique i feel like mm. i'm um but if 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 we have a long gap towards a certain moment i will be i will be a bit i feel eager. Like, yeah eager to getting mm. connection with myself again mm. So that's, I mean, that's something I realized that uh, I, for a long time, I thought that my technique was forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> but apparently you have to maintain it. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing when we meet up at the gym. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I can't lift this anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been half a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but you you try to do at least some some practicing, uh, you know, just yeah. the rudiments or just to keep yeah. something going. Yeah, hands, I mean, I, arms, sometimes muscles. I'm sometimes I have uh, I'm I'm so devoted that I would pick up a a book of rudiments, you know, mm-hmm. and really, and it's it's an interesting world actually. Mm-hmm. I, I, just for fun, I I've never played with two kicks. Double pedal. Double. Oh well, two bass drums. Oh, I, okay. I I found that even more in satisfying because then I can have one really sounds. small and one yeah. really big, and it's like, oh my god, I don't need a bass player anymore. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> but boom, it, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I I try to like really I struggle by like trying to do paradiddles with yeah. my feet and do. I think that's. I mean, that is drumming, sort mm-hmm. of. Uh, letting your arms and your feet be disconnected but yeah. somehow make uh, make something together mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but but the yeah. kit that you play live 
mm-hmm. is uh, is not the same kit that you have in the studio because there no. you have you know immense yeah. volumes of uh, sound. Yeah, I have a couple of drum kits in mm-hmm. this in the studio. I have one that I really like to. Basically, we have a, like an old apartment. Uh, so one room is mine and then we have one room and I have a drum kit there and it's yeah. very dead the, the room is acoustic dead. is mm-hmm. very dead and the drums are very dead and and uh, so on so I like to record on that drum kit but then because it's easier to do triggering or yeah because uh, I just get inspired by that sound I think mm. especially when I hear it well to be honest I'm quite open actually for the sound but uh it's it's like I, I I need to have like a super dead uh, reggae kit okay. that has to be around at mm-hmm. least, and it turned out that's the drums I usually record on. Mm-hmm. It's quite easy. But then in another room I have this large drum kit with a lot of toms and mm-hmm. more high pitched and quite a live uh, tuned sort of like a jazz mm-hmm. drum kit sort of. So that. Those are the drums that I will go and like practice on because they are, they have tone. Yeah, they have tone and many many toms. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a Peter Chris yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, you have to yeah. express all of your all of your personalities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but know. when you go live. That's yeah. when you have a simpler kit and you have the SPDX. And you yeah. Have, do you have a computer with sounds or do you have everything in, in your SPDX? I box? have the SPDX mm. and I've been uh, finding uh, over the years I realized that if I put it just in front of the snare, I can reach it with both of my arms and yeah. sort of. It, it is the center of the, the thing somehow. but uh, And around that I just have a... A kick and a snare and two toms on one Floor side. Floor toms. Floor yeah. toms, yeah. yeah. With no uh, resonance skins. Like. But do you use double snares? you have one on your left too? No, I no. have uh, one snare and then I have... Kick and snare is also triggered. Yeah. But... Uh, two DSPDX. And then one SPDSX and uh, and I have uh, two timbales on yeah, the left. Okay. Like sort of, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's to get the, that reggae. Yeah, <laughs> to get the reggae and... Uh, Bang, you yeah. know something to ah, that wakes you up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scare people with. Yeah, I actually have a shiner symbol, so I really you, that you have on on the live. Uh, yeah, I. How frequently is that turned on? Uh, not that much, but once you hit it, it's like mm. whoa! It wakes was, you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realized I love China symbols. Mm. Uh, do, do you? Uh, <laughs> because I mean, you're quite a big band, and you tour a lot now. Yeah. Have you gotten sponsors and all that deals for you to have all those kits? And- no, I haven't actually. It's been uh, there's been a few suggestions from people around me to have sponsors, and but mm. I uh, I don't know. I I thought because it's no one has a drum kit with it, the right thing no and also i don't know i think there is a beauty of just being free mm. i th- i thought you know of course they can i would love to be sponsored by yamaha basically because they have such solid drums for mm. playing live they really do the is job is that the ones that you have now yeah the, the tour customs or you know it's like uh, i can't remember i think i bought separate pieces mm-hmm. The kick mainly is the one. It's the twenty 
two, I think, and a bit deeper. deeper yeah. yeah, the toms are. I think they're from some old uh, school somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's Tama. Mm-hmm. I think they're called concert toms because they don't have even. They have no resonance no, in the bottom. No, no. And then timbales, LP, and symbols are Istanbul. Mm. And so everything is, you know, you pick up whatever you yeah, need to. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I want to keep. I don't know. It's it's for now. It's good. Mm. It's worked. Yeah. It works. And I don't have to have any logo on my drums no. or anything. Or <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a big smiley face. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> Something real acidy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Acid. Uh, yeah. Like the, yeah. But you have a different setup in the States and you have a different one in Europe as well. or Yes, that that's how it turned out. Yeah, but it's it's they're basically the same. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to drag them around. That's no, basically what no. You yeah. Is that the same for everybody in the band that you have a setup in the States and set up in Europe? No, they have... Uh, they, I think the keyboards are more... Yeah, no, they we drag them along. Mm. I think they are a bit too personal somehow. Mm. Mm. Uh, so the SPD is the one that I travel with yeah. wherever I go. But, but you yeah. only have one, or do you have also a backup one? Yeah, I have a backup one. Mm. I don't know how many I've destroyed over the mm-hmm. years. I think I beat too hard on it, actually. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's why I had to return mine, because I, I hit one of them, and it just broke. So. Yeah. But it had it gotten fixed. It was only a thousand, two, uh, 1,200 crowns to fix it. Oh, yeah. One of the pads just stopped working, because okay. I was firing too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they fixed it. You know, it yeah. was not everything. It's, it's great. great. It's really became, it's become like such a standard, I yeah. feel. It's good. It's, uh, yeah, and it's fun. You know, it's a creative thing of drumming. We, yeah. I have a standard kit, you know, but, but I just moved my uh, my toms just, uh, you know, a bit to the left. Yeah. So that the right symbol is more, you know, yeah, yeah, easier yeah. to reach. But I have the SPDX on my left side. And I just hit, you know, off notes or, or you know, timbales or whatever. Yeah. yeah just yeah. To, to have as, as an effect or if I want another snare. Because I used to have two snares. Oh, yeah. One on each side of the hi-hat. But now, yeah. since I have the SPDX, I, I can have as many snares as I want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the, that's the beauty of having yeah. one of those. And with the triggering, I mean, yeah. gonna, I always have the 909 yeah. on my bass drum as yeah. I have, you know, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get two pushes at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love it. It's fun. It's creative. And yeah. you can go fucking weird <laughs> yeah do you have a in. like a, a sub uh, behind you or uh, no just going something? through the pa the yeah, same yeah. as uh, we have uh, for for vocals but yeah. if i would you know if, when playing live i'm gonna have to have something yeah, yeah so yeah. i can hear it at the same level yeah. as, uh, as my drumming i started doing that sometimes when i play i don't do it as much as i want to but when i do like sort of uh, the more jazzy gigs mm. Every now and then, I I bring a little bass amp, mm. and I with the mic inside, in. yeah, and yeah. it really helps me to. Uh, it's I like it when the kick is kind of dominant mm. like that, and it has to be that. Yeah, feel it. Yeah, mm. I feel like all the beats and I like it. Everything gets a bit slowed down and mm. relaxed because the kick drum is like dominant yeah. like that. Yeah. And you can play it more easily than just like slamming it every time. <laughs> yeah. When you have your volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right place, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're coming to in the end of the time. And I I told you that think of three things that you would have wanted to 
to know yeah. early on or things that you want somebody else to know yeah because you know we're trying to help somebody to learn something <laughs> yeah 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 so did you think of that did you yes find anything? i did think about that i think uh, of course once you start thinking there's many different different small mm. details that you wish you know but sure. i try to i try to make them more overall actually so one the first was the that that we talked about before that your skill is is needs to be maintained mm. basically so practice technically mm. also mu- writing music it's mm. it's it's uh, it's a world you you, the more you're in it the more you the easier you get access to it yeah. again sort of yeah. you know yeah, Prince he never stopped writing songs he wrote no. songs every day yeah. even if it was on tour because that that is a skill you have to maintain yeah. and practice and work on yeah mm. and that's something maybe I want to I want to learn how to write lyrics also and I, I know that I have to do it mm. to be able to do it yeah. <laughs> you know you can't just say oh I'm going to do it now and mm. then you think you turn out with something incredibly nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can talk about that yeah. separately. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a fun fact too. Yeah. For me as a songwriter too. Yeah. How to find the, the, the right, where do I go with this? Yeah. So. It's a, such a big world. It is. Yeah. Extremely. And um, fun. Yeah, it took me 40 years as a drummer to realize that people are actually saying stuff when they sing. <laughs> <laughs> Not just mumble. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Typical drummer thing. Okay. Um, but yeah. maintain your songwriting and, and practice in, in all those aspects of being a musician. Not just, you know, drumming. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm. Be in the music mm. to have, keep on having the music, mm. sort of. You've got to live it. And then, uh, well, the second... The second thing that I'm sure everybody knows, but is once you're in this kind of music world, uh, when you're like 24 and you start out, everything is so easy, and you think you're you will never die or anything, mm. or you know. But then all of a sudden you turn 40 and you you're in the music world. You're quite old. Mm. I didn't really realize. You didn't think there was any... Uh, no, I didn't think there was such a thing as a... Discrimination. No, it's not like that I felt age discriminized. Is that what it's called? Yeah, discrimination. So. But mm. but but nevertheless, it's like a, the pop world is a world of the young, you know. Mm. But uh, I think it's, it's, it's... That's when you somehow naturally it happens to us i suppose but as we grow older we gotta we we reflect and Mm. you realize that you know i I actually have more to say now as i'm 40 than i did when i was 24 like i feel you know yeah you learned a lot yeah you lived you've been through shit you've been through good times you have kids yeah give you so much feedback yeah 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 exactly Mm. you have uh like uh you know that it's most of the time no such thing as a simple answer or mm. a simple solution to any problem mm-hmm. like uh, i feel like now i have like I, f- I feel so in my artistic way very politically awoken sort mm. of like i've been drifting around thinking everything was cool <laughs> now i feel with this where we are at in sweden yeah um, with the elections as with well? the elections okay. and with the with the streams of 
people uh, people uh, yeah with the yeah exactly with the arguments for this and that uh-huh. and it's like is it affecting you more than yeah, you thought it is. yeah mm-hmm. it is but it's in fact affecting me in a very good way i actually now uh, gave myself a an, uh, an outlet or like a persona eric the lion mm-hmm. which is um he's he's it's gonna be like reggae all over i'm gonna mm-hmm. sing in swedish i'm gonna bombard these uh mofos thinking <laughs> thinking that there is such a thing as a homogenic state and a okay. homogenic culture and mm-hmm. you know i i feel like I, you need to have that outlet uh, yeah okay. i feel like my blood is boiling you know mm-hmm. Good. Which is yeah, yeah. It's, it's about good. time. I think mm-hmm. the last time was when I was like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So, Let's talk about that yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. So basically, forty is not an age, no. and you might think that you can just be thrown away and that you have to work it. Mm. You don't have to miss. You don't have to change. I suppose mm. never. As if a you, person, though. as a yeah. if you love music, mm. you, if you are an artist, I mean, like you, this is super inspiring to mm. see that. You are you older than me, but this is you walk in here to your place and mm. you know what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, this yeah, is there's too many instruments in <laughs> yes. the world to sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah. yeah I, embrace I mean, it. I mean yeah. this is who we are. We exactly. know this. We've been working on this since we were kids. Yeah. Fucking embrace it and yeah. do everything that you can. Yeah, exactly. Every musical yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, exactly. And then yeah. I mean if you if if the music turns into a career where you can live of it, mm. yeah, you fine, you know. But mm. I feel like if it's not under the premises that it's fun and that mm. it's free, I will keep my music yeah. always yeah. and just leave out the business side of it, exactly. sort of, you know. Um, uh, and so, then, but but that was you know getting older, yeah, you, uh, and yeah. wiser, and basically everybody gets older. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. that was and, the, yeah, and keep going, going. Don't forget that everybody gets older yeah. and keep going. Uh, it's quite a vague uh, tip, but yeah. but an overall uh, yeah. philosophic uh, angle yeah, yeah. on it. But you're you're um, gonna. Um, I mean, if the pop world spits you out today, yeah, you really don't care. You just no. keep going. Yeah, that, that's and the, the th- emphasis of the thing. And I also realized that uh, I don't. Th- I mean, we live in a great age actually because we're not dependent on labels. And mm. like, if you, of course, we Spotify is a big subject also because they mm. are like the new big machine mm. that you wonder who is actually running Spotify mm-hmm. nowadays. I heard that they are buying the UN building in New York and. Who knows? Yeah, who knows what's going on? Uh, let's get on. back to that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, keep the keep the punk rocker alive within mm. yourself. I think. Even raise if you're your a jazz fist, man. Yeah, even if I'm a jazz man, just mm. raise your fist and stand up if you think something. And mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to do it with love, of course. Yeah. You know. Uh, then um, third. Third. Last. So yeah, maintain your skills. I really had I had a third one. I suppose that yeah, it's uh, I I was thinking about the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you can. Uh, as a person or no, as a yeah, musician. or as a musician, mm-hmm. you know how you we are. Uh, it's 
we deal with euphoria so much mm. like the and then the the other end of euphoria where you just want to maybe you don't want to kill yourself but it's like and uh, i've noticed for myself now living as a musician and traveling around and playing our songs how uh, how uh, you c- it's easy to become sentimental and and look back at that first gig or mm. and how hard that hit you you know like the the and first the emotion, cut is the yeah. deepest yeah, you yeah. know and and uh, and not to be afraid maybe that it's going to be it's going to be normalized you know yeah. even if people who want to work with music they'll say yeah but stop complaining you have the, like the best job in the world but it, we all come to a place where if, where the ups and downs are so frequent that mm. it's it's, uh, it's become normalized and a bit stable mm. and i think yeah i i know within myself there is like a, this little what's going on why is why is uh, it's i'm a bit afraid of it you know but i'm trying to accept older. it yeah i'm getting older man <laughs> fuck don't get yeah, but old it's a good thing it's a yeah. good thing what you're what you're trying to yeah to grasp yeah that's a good thing it's mm. like uh, there will be yeah the ups and downs gonna be basically uh, yeah it, yeah it's just you there be, will be so many ups and downs that mm. you will be normalized and you would think that I guess that's why musicians tend to take other stimulants hard because mm-hmm. yeah, you know to you, have that high yeah to you want that you yeah know, first love going yeah to, that, you know, that chaos when you don't know what's gonna happen and you mm-hmm. just love it you know but you're but actually think, just drunk on a bench yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah could be you know drinking too many folk yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah outside a concert yeah there's no shame in that no. also like uh, really really don't judge it's, it's just mm. this uh, I guess that's life mm-hmm. you know but uh, what gets you through those ups and downs is the same thing that we've been talking it's the work yeah. it's the effort that you put into it even yeah. every day I start my stuff here and go through a song or an idea or pick up a guitarist into drum whatever I pick up and I start uh, it doesn't matter how crappy I feel or or mm. outworked or tired or whatever. I just immediately when I sit down to this chair, I'm thinking, okay, now it's work mode. Yeah, yeah because yeah. this is a job. Yeah, but it's the job I love. Yeah, even if I don't make a penny out of this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still love. Yeah, and just be you know open to that and whatever comes, say yes. Yeah, and if it doesn't work out, say sorry, man. It <laughs> yeah. didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But always, you know, keep, be the that yes man in your work. Yeah. Because, you know, some of the songs I do are super melancholic, and I, I you know, I, it ends up in tears when the song is over. Yeah. Because that gives me emotion, and then yeah. I listen back half a year, and I'm like, fuck, I was depressed. Yeah. And then I go back to what I was I thinking? I was writing that song or the lyrics. Yeah. And actually, I was so happy writing that song because yeah. I found that emotion. I, yeah. And I did that fucking hard lesson and work to get that song ready and yeah. done. And to be done with so that I know that, okay, I'm over that period. Yeah, I'm yeah. over the sadness. That person died. Yeah. I wrote that song. Yeah. And I'm 
past that feeling yeah, and emotion. Yeah. And, you know, it's and it's it's just hammering on. Yeah, there whether is, it's you know yeah. money at the end of the day or not. Yeah, it's. I think that it's the whole because uh, sadness in the big picture is joy because yes. it's an expression of emotions. I yeah. think that's what we're. There's so much taboo on feeling sad, you mm-hmm. know. But actually, it's just an emotion. Yeah. It's, not, it's you know, and it's the most natural thing. Yeah, Without sadness, you don't have happiness. Even. Right. Like what, you know. Yeah, and that's the ups and downs that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. They are there. And, that, and what what it hap- what it turns into as you grow older is that you you tune into the sad. You're all for me, example. Mm. I didn't have many sad moments mm-hmm. as a youngster. Mm. As you grow older and you grasp the whole Picture. beauty of life, mm. you realize that sadness is really like yin. Is, ha, sadness and happiness is yin and yang. You can't mm. have one without the other. Mm. So it's a, just about embracing that you're yeah. feeling, you know, mm-hmm. blue yeah. basically. And it, but I think that's a really good mindset to to think that it's work because like making music is work because it has both up and down it has mm-hmm. like what work has it has boredom it has all all aspects of it yeah. i think you know it's just that you are actually making a, a be- you're making a song mm-hmm. which is beautiful because that it's you're not making a volvo basically you're making yeah you're I mean, make, that could be beauty too it, for, it, it, for that yes. person but yeah. for us as musicians yeah that, that's our yeah know, labor of love uh, yeah and whatever comes with that comes with that and yeah just, exactly know, ac- accept that yeah and let things go when they're supposed to yeah so you don't stay with that rotten thing or, or yeah and or that fucking lick on guitar yeah, that, yeah, you're yeah like yeah. oh fuck i can't do this <laughs> yeah just let it go yeah in you know a couple of days it will be there and it will work yeah 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 fine yeah 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 so it's, let it go and let it out you know <laughs> all all kind of craziness mm-hmm. you have within you know I, when i when i get stuck on things this is a side note but you know mm-hmm. when i get stuck on things i've been working on a song and and some of the the, the instrumentation is hard i mean drummer is the the, the last part of my <laughs> musicality i started <laughs> yeah. with guitar and bass and yeah and everything and, and drumming was the last thing that i learned yeah well i learned it because i was like we need a drummer in this band. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll do that. And, yeah. and my friend Patrick said, like, oh yeah, but you you know you're you're a decent drummer. Yeah, M- maybe in, if you practice. Yeah, <laughs> and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, there's so many things that are so hard, but there's so many things that I love. You know, learning from YouTube uh, drummers and everybody yeah, I talk yeah, to, yeah. But, and so on. Yeah. But, uh, when there's some moment of uh, things that that's not working out. I go back to the recording uh, of Vision, uh, One Vision, uh, isn't it? With Queen. Yeah. That song. They they played so much with, with the vocals and the lyrics on that song. And there's a great video clip that you can go on YouTube and see yeah. where they talk about that song. Okay. And I, yeah. I uh, you know, it's One Vision, uh, One Hope, One God, but it's yeah. all those. And it's, it's super inspiring and they're, they're grasping on something. Yeah. But the song ends with fried chicken <laughs> you know because there was one vision da, 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 and yeah. then you know they didn't come up with all and and somebody said fried chicken and, and they kept it <laughs> yeah because you know in all that seriosity yeah. and you know fucking hard work and many hours in the studio yeah. there was still the same joy 
when they started the pan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that fried chicken is, you know, it's the um, the receipt. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all that you've been doing. Yeah. And it's still fucking fun. Yeah. Even though the song is amazingly done, vocals are perfect and so yeah, on yeah, and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that fried chicken <laughs> is like, fuck, man, yeah, that's yeah. the thing I want to yeah, have in yeah, my song. Yeah. It's that fried chicken. Yeah. So that's what I look Beautiful. at when I write that song. It's like, where's my fried chicken? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. To have something like that yeah. gets you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, thank you for taking the time. Thank you. For and uh, it's going to be fun to see where you go from here with all the different projects. And with Little Dragon, too. Yeah, yeah. Because there's going to be a, an EP, you said? Yeah, EP now in within one or two months, uh -huh. I, I suppose. And then maybe, yeah, I'm sure we're gonna. Is it gonna be released on Spotify or yeah, Spotify all, those streaming and, uh, services? all the streaming services? Yeah. And any physical too? Or? Yes, mm -hmm. uh, especially vinyl, I believe. Uh, Is it because you want to or the label says the label? Ah, well, the, we want to. I'm always open for vinyl. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then the label also, I think they. they they enjoy the vinyl bits of it. We, this is the first time we release something with this new label called Ninja Tune. Mm -hmm. So they are, and they have been. They're quite big. Yeah, they're big, mm. and they are. I like them. Yeah, good stuff on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. They are very inspiring. Actually, mm. it's like uh, we've been through different labels basically, mm -hmm. and then you find a label that dare to say t something, mm -hmm. and uh, also dare to say that they love something. I think. Mm. Many labels that we've been with have been very sort of dead face uh, business. Yeah, mm. yes, it's quite good, but uh, there's always a but. It's like uh -huh. why don't why the, fuck the passion just has embrace no it, man? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Passion, yeah. yeah. I love to hug you, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, but they they always show up to the concerts. Mm. They've been to more concerts than we any other label been to, and we weren't even signed with them. And they were always drunk and euphoric. It's like yeah. they like these it. people seem mm. to be up to something good. Mm. I thought you know, and good. Yeah, I'm happy that you found them and that they found you too. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Mm. We we'll see where well, what happens. Who knows? Exactly. Yes. All right. Cool. Thanks for today. Thank you for today. Get back to some, you know, maybe in a year we can do another one. Talk about your Defin reggae stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And see where we can go. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Cool. Thank you.